excited that you guys could join us that both of you could join us um oh yeah, yeah of course where are you guys tuning in from i am in bakersfield california i'm in honolulu hawaii what lucky oh, what you doing there well, well uh so nathan and i share this special dynamic that i have problems traveling um i have ins- like very bad insomnia motion sickness and then nathan doesn't and so mm-hmm. I stick around like more, you know, sedentary, more on the music end spectrum of things. And then Nathan's playing more of the shows and doing a lot of socials. And we just have like that, that good of a dynamic that we could afford to do this. And, and COVID also uh, afforded the chance to be here just because like things slowed down so much mainland that Mm -hmm. it was possible. Yeah. Oh, so you're actually based out of Honolulu. That's where you live. Currently, right now, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you've been there for how long now? Like on and off for two? Collectively, no, collect. Yeah, collectively, like about a year and a half at this point. Okay. Which I oh Honolulu, you said right? Yeah, Oahu. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Well, I've always wanted to go out there to do the scuba diving. Do you do any of that out there? Everyone. Okay. I got a. (laughs) I got a bone to pick. I I got a bone to pick with this one. Everyone here either is a scuba diver, a skydiver, a free diver, or a DJ. Are you a DJ, like, oh. oh, like a producer DJ. Like, yeah, it's, it's absolutely or military because there's so many, there's so many bases here. But um, yeah, you could totally do that here. The <laughs> water is crystal clear a lot of the time. And, oh, cool. Um, it's fantastic. But if you do come, let me know. Are there surfing fins? Uh, oh, yeah, they are surfing fins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they <laughs> are actually. <laughs> I just grabbed the closest thing to me. But um, you shred the gnar. Yeah, this is the closest thing to me. Bro, oh, we're doing that now. Closest thing to us. What do I have? That's cool. I have this. I have, plate. I have a bottle of wine. Oh, that's pretty oh, cool. That works. I'd rather have that than the surfing pin. Oh. I have an I have an animal skull. Yeah. Oh, and this is my, oh my uh, coffee mug from earlier. You know, Ooh, I love. I love oh, that's that one. cute. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. I like mm-hmm. that. So then, what scene is dominant out there, Tiago? Like, because I don't feel like dubstep is really. Oh, so I would say the. The priorities of, mm-hmm. yeah, house would be like the top of the top. House and techno run the island. And then dubstep's actually not too far behind. I wouldn't say any other genre really for like shows and stuff like that. I'd say dubstep is pretty up there. There's a club uh, out there that's been booking surprising. dubstep artists, isn't there? Yeah. Yes, there's there's a few. There's a few, including the one that we played four years ago that had me fall in love with, with here. Um, but yeah, there's Hawaiian Bryant and then there's, uh, Republic. And then we played in Capilay, which was this big old, like festival looking thing. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's actually popping off here. I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. It's really fun. Yeah, that's cool. Nathan, what's going down in Bakersfield? What's happening? Uh, Absolutely nothing. That's why I love it here. It's quiet. It's low key. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's a big farming oil town. So there's absolutely nothing. And that's why I like it. Cause my, you know, my job is to go out every weekend and go do stuff. So when I'm home. I like how there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Are you guys yeah, going anywhere this weekend? What's up this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I'm not going anywhere. Next weekend, I'm going to Phoenix for a date on the Virtual Riot Tour. Uh, 
And then I don't even know where I'm going. I, I know next month I'm going somewhere every weekend, but yeah. 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 And you just came back from the Coliseum. How was that? Yeah, Ooh. that was, that was crazy. That was awesome. That, that was looked insane. A, such, yeah. It was such an amazing experience. There were so many people there and it was just, it was a really good time. There were a lot of really cool people and it was cool to play in an indoor venue that big. Cause I played for crowds bigger than that outdoors. That was the biggest indoor, like the amount of people I played for. And it was just crazy. Are the dates that you're playing this weekend, are those with Excision too? Or next weekend, I mean? No, that's with Virtual Riot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Mr. Rito. Yeah, Virtual Rito. And then yeah. I'm going to be honest. I have no <laughs> idea where I'm going. I just, I show up to my little airport and board the plane. And then I, <laughs> I end up somewhere and go, oh, cool, I'm in Kansas. Well, Megan, you're, Megan just tells you where to go, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just get to the airport, go to whatever gate it tells me, and then I land up somewhere. Not a bad gig. Nice. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The rest of us are stuck behind the desk over here. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. we got to pay to play. Yeah. You know. That's oh, yeah. true. Well, where are you guys currently? Well, we're both in Lakewood, Denver. Mm-hmm. So oh, Denver. Okay, it's cool. basically. Shit, I love Denver. Yeah. 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 Do you guys plan on coming yeah. out here anytime soon? Um, yeah, it's not announced, but we'll be out there a few months from now. Yeah, Sweet. I'm sure. Ooh, yeah. we'll have Can't to take stay too far from Denver. Yeah, we'll have to go get some dinner, show you around. There's a couple of really cool art districts that we can visit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was talking. FaceTime me. Mm-hmm. I'll FaceTime yeah. you. FaceTime yeah. you in the Denver. We can but Photoshop yeah, you in, too. Yeah, that's kind of the, the whole deal with this whole thing. Yeah, right there. Um, oh, wait. wait, where are you yeah. on my screen? You're somewhere. You're on that little, you're on the stage somewhere. Yeah, I'll take but, what I can get. Yeah, the, fine. yeah, the last time I was in Denver, I think it was for the, is it Ogden, Ogden? Mm-hmm. The Ogden. Yeah, That's that was right. the last time I played there, and that was really fun. That was in October. Okay, with, uh, I think that was yeah. We were there, Chrissy. Yeah, was that at Riot Ten or wait? No, no, it wasn't with Riot Ten. Bandles. Oh, Cod Dutch. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And Al, Al Ross. Yeah, Alan Cod. I was um, thinking of the Marquee yeah. Theater. That's where we last saw you I think the one that we did. Mm-hmm. That's what we did together. Yeah, yeah, we played, the, we played the marquee like five months before the Ogden or Ogden. Uh, after Global Dance, I remember, because we went there for the after party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, yeah, but. Makes a whole lot of sense. We're just here in Denver. I mean, we're heading out to San Diego and LA in a couple of weeks. We're going to Wasteland to to hear some uh, hard dance i know i want to go so, i want to go so bad i was talking to my my, my agent about it because i've been wanting to go to a hard style show really bad i just yeah. want to go hey boom, as well boom 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 you know? <laughs> market. hear that doof yeah. doof gotta test out the new <laughs> earplugs <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the place to do it for sure yeah, yeah. and test Goodness my uh, non-existent gabbering skills right so uh, yeah. make a yeah. fool of myself we're gonna just get a funny know. reel who's playing out there oh, yeah so one of our artists that we work with heart's horn he's playing out there so that's the main reason why oh, we're going mm-hmm. um and then it's going to be headhunters little texas oh, oh little texas fun hell yeah i'm, yeah. I'm gonna try to come it's, it's gonna be a rodeo <laughs> i always awesome. want to see headhunters i i used to like one like in t- like 2007 eight stuff like that mm. i was actually a pretty big hard style fan and then it kind of just it was too too, too hard not 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 much no 
like not much change throughout the years and it kind of just grew thin but then again that's i guess what taste does you know but but no i think if i li- listen to it again and i'd probably fall back into it but but yeah i did used to love hard style and heart headhunters specifically headhunters yeah, yeah. For me, I started getting back into heart. Well, started getting into hard style for the first time was when we went to Europe because like the oh, festival oh, crowds yeah. over there, that's where you want to listen to it, I feel like. And I, it was funny because yeah. Yessi and then our our friends, Daniela and Claire, we went on a girl's trip out there to Tomorrowland and we oh, had awesome. a portable speaker and I was just blasting hard style and dubstep and they didn't like it on the trip. <laughs> like they weren't no. fans of that at the time. And now right. Yessi, and, Yessi and I, that's all we listen to is dubstep and hard style. So hell yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's dope. That's all we blast. How was how was Tomorrow World or what is Tomorrowland or um whatever it's Tomorrow World? That was in, it was in Belgium, right? Oof. So there was two. So there's Tomorrowland, which is the OG mm-hmm. out in Belgium. And then yeah. they started a new one called Tomorrow World, which went to shit back in 2016, yeah. I think it was. Oh, so no. they no in longer Georgia, have it anymore. I think. Yeah, I think that? whichever was. one huh? whichever one you guys went to, which did you like it? yeah tomorrowland it was it was wild (laughs) there were there were 16 stages and we couldn't even find half of them we were like where's the trance stage like couldn't find it that's the one that's like it's it's like it's like it's like five days long right or a week long or something crazy like that it's like four days actually yeah that's still still a long time it's kind of like lost lands where thursday if you're camping they have a pre-party you can't oh, okay. well, actually you can't even buy a pre-party pass you can only go to the pre-party if you're camping so mm. we went to that and afrojack was like the surprise guest for the head- oh, crazy. headline that night so that was pretty great That's so awesome. i was such a main stage whore back in that time so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i was i was in my element <laughs> all. yeah so you gotta start <laughs> i think we all go through that phase yeah. where we just like want to be oh. at the front you just want to be at the main stage all night so yeah oh yeah Totally. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah, but then out there we saw some of the dubstep acts. We saw we saw Phase One, Back to Back, Barely Alive, Back to Back, Virgil Riot. That was legendary. Oh, okay. Oh, awesome. I remember that. I remember mm-hmm. seeing or hearing about that set. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, think I, I watched that. I, th- I think I watched it on YouTube at some point. Mm-hmm. When have you seen the rail broken before during your sets? Uh, oh, oh, a few times. No more than a, few I actually, a lot of times. I, have, I actually have too. And these are like speaking from the little shows that I did participate in. Like I would see like the damage, the damage to the point of becoming a liability. And like that's cool. But I mean, like, yeah, it's I mean, cool my, in the sense of like the the structure, not so much the the people. Like I would hate if people got hurt. But but seeing like actual rails, like metal getting warped and bent, that's yeah, actually cool. Yeah in a dubstep sense but i guess the venue doesn't love that but i mean i mean my you know. my my goal and like my dream for death row back when it first came out is i was really hoping it was going to get banned from venues <laughs> like that was like, your I, ultimate I, goal yeah because I, I haven't i haven't seen it in probably a year but i remember when i used to play venues all the time there'd always be like a piece of paper like oh god what's that song called it was uh that with that little john vocal i think it's little john oh make, make a big yeah, ass yeah, circle Oh, that song, mm-hmm. that song okay. was banned from a lot of venues in the u.s like you'd be in your green room and there's a big sign no whatever that song's called and i was what? like i'm gonna be on that list so bad i was like goodness gracious <laughs> well, that was your dream growing up too. yeah i was like i just want to i want this song to be so sick that people you know blah 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 so hard that they just got to ban it straight up from all the clubs yeah yeah it is riot inducing mildly 
you know, but well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it just hit four mil. So huge congrats. That's a huge milestone. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I have mm-hmm. to ask I didn't even though. Know it got to four mil. Whose voice yeah. is that? That's Tiago's. Yeah. Love it. I what? assumed it was one of you guys. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's Tiago's. There Were you just in that. your room, like recording it? Did you write out a script or something? So the funniest part about Death Rail was um, that it was completely organically made. And when I when I say that, I mean that there is actually no pressure to write it. There is nothing. There is no like idea rolling around to write said track. And I was just like not bored, but I was just like, all right, let's try something a little different. And I have a background in voice acting, and I love doing theatrical uh-huh. stuff, like cinematic. Uh, um, like scores and stuff like that and so I kind of just made a little script and then most of the most of the times like with the recordings you can hear our like our best friend Wid which is John mm-hmm. he's, he's at home right now you could just hear him messing with me on takes I'm like John shut the fuck up yeah, 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 and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's just like it, it was so organic and then the first time that we played it was when I realized like okay this is something like I, I didn't put much thought into it but um yeah, the reaction was was kind of surreal. It was just like mm-hmm. it, it stopped everyone in their tracks because when, it was like such was, an attention calling thing. When was the first time we played it at actual Hunter Ghost show? So I, I know you it, I know you played it in a back to back with K9 way back in the day. That and at at Space Yacht in LA. And then um oh, wow. oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. played it for the first time. It was after I was living in Santa Monica. Um oh, who knows? Somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. But regardless of it, I just remember very well, it was a very, very good reaction, a very unique reaction where like you could see people's attention just being like shifted mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just another transition. So, so yeah, that, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I would Did say you, it's like the dubstep anthem, literally. Thank you. As a thank, way, thank you so much. That. Did you guys yeah. self-release that? No, it came out on uh, Slug's Records. Oh, and what right. a job okay. they did they did yeah. a phenomenal job yeah, with that. yeah it was a, it was a two-track ep the other song was with wid who we just okay. put out that song sheesh with mm-hmm. um, yeah and that song was called what was it lamau or lol trap music lol trap music yeah, yeah lol trap music yeah that song that song yeah. did pretty well too but death row just that was around yeah. the time when slugs was like really popping off too i remember snails would come to red rocks every year mm-hmm. 18 19 and he yeah. would bring like sudden death was opening for him and stuff like that. That was like yeah. the heyday of slugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. The slugtopia. Um, slugtopia. Yeah. That's what yeah. they called it. Yeah. yeah it's, always, it's always been kind of crazy for us. Cause honestly, like all of our biggest songs have always been the songs that we wrote with zero pressure and zero expectations. Oh yeah. Cause like spooky very, very was true. the first one that really got us like on the touring circuit. Mm-hmm. And we, we had no idea that song was going to, blow up the way it did for us oh and mind you this it's worth it's worth throwing this in there i was very very adamant about not releasing it and then mm, yeah. I was like, it's not ready it doesn't sound good it's like it's this now like it's like, oh, yeah. i gotta mix it down more and nathan's like no we don't have time like we gotta put it out and then yeah, it turns out, put it out like I, I was as wrong as could be like but i never set any bars for death rail it was just mm-hmm. that just organically surprised me yeah but spooky rhythm surprised me because i swore it wasn't going to do well yeah, yeah, yeah. You were super against putting that song out. And I was like, no, nah, let's just put it out. How how bad can it do? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then a month later, a month later we're playing all around, doing oh, clubs cool. everywhere. Back in the day we were doing support mostly for God, when we first started it was it was midnight tea. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Megalodon figure. Figure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Josh. Josh is awesome. Is that that's yeah, who we're mostly and downlink and downlink? Oh wow! Yeah, that's those yeah. were the guys that we first started like opening for back in like 20, 2017? 17. Wow, mm-hmm. we're old, man. Seventeen. Five years. <laughs> well, I mean, jeez, <laughs> damn, y'all are getting, getting old. Any younger? Well, look. <laughs> Come on. It's okay though. Uh, to me, age is a mentality. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm still a kid at heart for sure. Aren't we all? You know. And yeah. if you say you're not, then you're lying to yourself. Exactly. Or you're just boring. Yeah, exactly. Like, no one wants to be their age. But <laughs> very, very true. But yeah, that was that was it with uh, Spooky Rhythm and Death Grill. And then those were, I think, those were the blowout songs, right, Nathan? Yeah, mm-hmm. those. And then also, we did a flip that gave us quite a lot of steam a few years ago. We did a, a, yeah, we did a flip of uh, Excision and Space Laces uh, one-on-one. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and that's actually like, I mean, I'm sure more people have played on Death Row, but like one on one track list for 1001 track list, that's like our most recorded played out song by quite a bit. Is yeah. Spooky Rhythm, is that Tiago's voice as well? That one no, is actually Nathan. That one's my voice. Oh, okay. You split the duties. Yeah. yeah actually, like you know it. what? That was actually <laughs> Ghost. That was yeah, ghost. That, was, that was Ghost. Oh, that was Ghost. Yeah. Nathan mm-hmm. does like to take the credit though. Yeah. yeah. I thought I'll I saw a Ghost like, walk past or flow past one of you guys earlier. Yeah, grab him. <laughs> I have, t- I have tons of ghosts in my... It oh. wouldn't be a proper interview without him. Got this one. Here's a ghost. Oh, cool. Yeah, fan drew this. You drew that? Wow. I don't know. A, f- a fan gave it to oh, me at a show. Okay. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. But now it's on my wall. I got I, I got that. so many... I got so many ghosts in my office. I'm tired of seeing them, to be honest, but I love them still. You can send a few, you can send a few my way. <laughs> oh, I will, man. I got hundreds. Not hundreds. hundreds. I, probably have, I probably have, like, no joke, probably, like, 25 ghost uh, perler things in my office, like, mm-hmm. big ones. What? Sheesh. I got this hey, little man, thing, too. Look at the wall. There's not no one to wall. Oh, I love that. That's cool. That is cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. But the real question, who has the ghost tatted on them? No, neither of us. Oh, <laughs> want want want. I have I, there's a tattoo kit here that I, I gave actually like I just for fun like I'll give myself some time of time. I might just do one. Who knows? I, w- I was like this close to getting a ghost tattoo and then I didn't do it last second. Oh, and out. Well, I was in where was I? I was in, I was in Dallas and I was like I had this tattoo shop and I was like I should get the, I was just gonna get the teeth like the ghost teeth. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no. <laughs> no, but you'll change your mind because we'll we'll do it together, homie. There you go. We'll do it together. Yeah. 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 I'll get it on my we should get it right on our backs, back of our necks. Ew. No. We'll do it right um, here. Right I would right put ghosts face. I'd probably put um probably on the like the bicep. Probably, no, maybe on my leg somewhere, maybe on my calf. Yeah. Cramp stand. In my calf. Yeah, no, calf I'm, stand. Down. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Well, switching um, gears here. So I am actually curious to hear more about how did you guys start working together? Like, how did you meet? How did you come up with this project? Oh, and well, just, goodness. Long story. Um, yeah. I guess we could start with a, a video game called League of Legends. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, so actually, funnily enough, I was a fan of Tiago's when I was like 13. Wow. Don't date me like that. I mean, I mean, I mean, you're five years older. I know. I'm kidding. Yeah, that's, that's, but yeah, I was a, 
yeah because tiago was in a previous project where a lot of the music we used in like video game youtube stuff so i heard his music all the time and i was a fan of uh his previous project and then we ended up connecting through a mutual friend at the time and we just started playing a bunch of video games together mm. mm-hmm. yeah and a then, lot of it because you had already started you already started the high and it was it yeah. was uh it was just you and yeah. then we got in the studio and then things organically happened kind of like the way he was saying where like the best things happened organically but like mm-hmm. that on top of the friendship happening organically is like oh why don't we just do this together and then it's like we the best example i can give nathan and i like our how we are together is like yin and yang like whereas yeah. yin can't <laughs> complete yang and, and it's like my downfalls are his strong suits and vice versa um mm-hmm. So that's a very, like a very good dynamic to have. I think it's essential, I think, to any dynamic relationship to, 100%. to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah I, think, yeah. yeah, I think our dynamic as a duo is something that's like not a lot of people have. And it's something that we're really lucky yeah, to be able to do. Because like I couldn't yeah. imagine doing this without him. And I'm sure he, he feels the same way. Uh, I, I'd probably be like under a rock somewhere right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, we're, we're, uh, yeah. we're musical, uh, musical and business soulmates. That is literally how I feel about Yessie. Like when I started Dubs of FBI, I was too scared to start it. And then she was the one who pushed me and said that she would help me with it. And now like, I can't even imagine doing it without her. Like it wouldn't be fun. It wouldn't be Mm -hmm. enjoyable. It wouldn't even have the momentum or the creativity that it has. So yin and yang, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. A little, a little more insight on like Nathan and mine's, uh, I guess, inception of the project would be that uh, Nathan can vouch for this, but I was at the, very end of my run with the project project before Heim Ghost, I was very, very defeated. There was a situation where I got taken advantage of like uh like the the contracts everything was so not in my favor. And it, that was where I thought things were gonna work out and like kind of set me off again. But uh mm-hmm. no. And then like Nathan came like at the last second where I was like, I'm giving up and then like we just started Heim Ghost and then it was all uphill from there. So still going. Yeah, yeah that was, it's a, it's weird timing in a good way. Yeah, that was a journey, man. How many years ago was that yeah. now? Six, seven? Six. Wow. Six years? Man, I was 20 years old. Yeah, I remember playing with his brothers. Like, we were just playing around the yeah. house. And it's like, they were so small. And mm-hmm. it's weird. You actually, I We've actually seen them grow up. Like, I've never, like, it's really, really weird. We all see each other and it's like, why are you getting so tall? Like his whole family is surpassing me. And look, <laughs> yeah. there's no problem with that. There's no problem with that. I'm five nine and a half on a good day. That's and, tall. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. <laughs> but um, I'm just kidding. But uh, the whole thing is like we actually saw each other grow, and especially like I saw his family grow, and it was a really good relationship. You know? Oh yeah, like I, so, I would very say, thankful. Like I am ghost. You know, it started as two friends with a dream and it, it turned into honestly like a family like we have all the people that we work with on our team we care about them so much and you know we care about each other and it's it's more than just the music and our jobs it's like a, a real brother family thing yeah you know mm-hmm. it's been a trip. very rare My heart. Rare. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but i honestly think that's why it, it all works so well for us is because you know even though we do have work to do and all that but mm-hmm. before all that is a genuine friendship and brothership that even if we weren't doing music would still be there and know? still without without like and I, i'd say the cherry on top of that is like we work a lot on trust like most of our mm-hmm. things most of the way nathan and i go about things are not like 
I'm not going to ask him about details. He's not going to ask me about details. Like I'm just trusting that things are, are split where they should be and things mm-hmm. are organic. And I have never, I don't think I've ever asked to see details on something because of like him having to prove something, you know, mm-hmm. I just take mm-hmm. it for what it is and like, just trust it. So. Um, yeah. And if yeah. you don't trust your what? business partner, then like, what's even the point of being in business together or working together? Same with relationships. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. what's the point yeah. of being together if you don't trust each other? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and like we're huge believers that the energy you put out into the world is the energy that you attract as well. So like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're constantly like micromanaging someone and like in their business and like you have your hands clenched on their stuff, like that's the energy that's going to come back to you. But mm-hmm, if yeah. you're smooth and you're trusting and like you have a cohesive relationship, that's the energy that will find you in the return. So your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. Very, very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but you guys that's got a lot one. of momentum going like you got that new collab with company that's exciting Ooh. yes i'm yes. super excited mr kyle it's... mr crumbo the myth the man <laughs> the legend <laughs> how did that it's... come to be and like just how did that all happen oh um well well we were, we were both on a bus tour with them in 2019 yeah. 19 to 20 yeah but I forget when we started the song. Did, you, did we start in 2020? We would, yeah, we started in 2020. It was like wow, the first quarter of 2020. But on the bus tour, like we got to know each other, and like Kyle's such a such a real soul. Like he's such a real person. Mm-hmm. You you don't see like um, <laughs> you don't see any any harm in him whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I keep my guard up for a lot of people, but long story short is everything that we spoke about was organic and there was like, Oh, let's throw some ideas together. So yeah, it was in the first quarter of the year. That's the best way I could put it because it was stretched out. Like the project was, was made through a good amount of time just because we were pretty particular about certain parts of it. And, and it shows, I, I think it shows. Um, yeah. I, I, I think also, like a, so well. yeah, I think also like a big thing about that song um, you know, everyone, I've, all my friends that I've sent it to is like, this is exactly what I expect it to sound like. It sounds like 50% high on guys, 50% company. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. And it, it was awesome. It's awesome being able to work with him. And it's awesome being able to call him a friend. He's a great guy. It's the yeah. collab we need, but don't deserve. No, you guys deserve it. Yeah. yeah. Never, yeah. We deserve yeah, we, it. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've yeah. earned this collab. <laughs> yeah. We'd yeah. love to see it. Yeah, because we we haven't done a lot of collabs actually in our career. Yeah, right? yeah. pretty reserved. I, no, cannot yeah. compare to a lot of people. We haven't done a lot. We've done like a bunch with Wid, a okay. lot with Wid. Mm-hmm. Um, those are more for personal and like fun reasons. Because like, yeah, he's not only he's not only extremely like extremely talented. I I'm yeah. I know the kid since since twenty like two thousand ten I think, and oh, he's not a kid, but he's actually extraordinarily talented and we do it because we really like him and how yeah. he works with us mm-hmm. but go on keep going Nathan. yeah that. so but yeah the thing about wit is like you know when we first started we had these people in our lives and in the scene that brought us on so mm-hmm. now that we're in the position where we're able to do the same thing we really want to be able to do that for the people that we trust and believe in yeah, I mean, that's so important. And that actually leads into one of the questions that I've asked other artists this, but I'm curious what your take is. What advice do you have for artists who are in that like 15, 20, 25,000 monthly range? Like the production is there, 
Um, the branding is pretty good. They know that they have what it takes, but like, maybe they don't, they're not on an agency. Like they, it's hard for them to get bookings. Like what advice you do you have for those artists? Yeah. All right. You I go think, first. Yeah. Go. Cause I know many answers well, are very different. We're, well, no, I think that they're going to be more similar than you think. I think right now, um, as soon as you said branding, I was like, there you go. That's it. Um, That's it. I'd say specifically because if I were to give a story of my previous project to the story of Haim Ghost, my previous project for the time was doing very well numbers wise, not mm -hmm. financially. So numbers wise, there was millions on millions on millions on YouTube. And that was a lot. And I was a mm -hmm. kid and I didn't know how to manage that. But point is it never translated to funds. And I have this horror story that throughout eight or nine years of my past project, I have made less than $1,000 with oh, that wow. project yeah wow. and um so uh, as soon as we started branding high ghost the way we did start branding it and stuck to it and just mm -hmm. put a face to what we're doing and not to sound cliche or, or you know kind of cheesy but we put something else's face not our human face like something mm -hmm. that people can relate yeah. to past mm -hmm. like us so that oh my god i yeah the character is something a catchphrase like literally anything in the it has to be something that's not us because that's all people see is just normal humans being mm -hmm. humans. So it's like now we have a ghost. Um, and I'd say branding, but go on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love no, that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Branding is like one of the biggest things. Um, yeah. But my, my best advice, especially for like young kids starting out, is do it for fun. Like me and Tiago did it as a dream. Mm -hmm. You weren't expecting anything to happen. Everything just kind of happened and fell into place. Like, we got an, I know this isn't everyone's situation, but we got an agent without ever looking for an agent. We got managers without looking for managers. We got shows without asking for shows. We got record releases without asking for them. It just, we did what we wanted to do the way we wanted to do it generally and organically. And it just happened. You know, I'd say a little, a little point to put on that would be to do it for fun until you like, until you don't have to anymore so mm -hmm. my point with that is that like yeah. yes have fun for the first but then hopefully throughout the first fun years of your production life you'll find a sound that you can stick to once something sticks so like for example spooky rhythm stock i was like okay thank mm -hmm. god i have enough experience to follow through with dubstep or like something like that so it's like yeah have your fun but then now it's like a job and you got deadlines i'm mm -hmm. sorry but the fun is kind of going to be over but it's still yeah, fun because you doing what you love Mm -hmm. yeah but and then also say, yeah, just that's the point yeah and then also just like work hard because honestly yeah. and i don't know if tiago thinks this but in the first probably two years of hiring goes we worked harder than we ever worked ever oh, yeah. it was like i think we were working like 18 hours a day wow like, um, wow like like we were like in the early days especially like when we were still developing our socials oh god we had this this calendar for a while where we were doing oh. you remember that <laughs> the, oh, the emails yeah. Yeah, that that, and then also the remember when we were doing this is when Facebook was still like really relevant. Um, we were doing fourteen unique Facebook posts a week. Whoa, two a day! Like, we had, we were doing yeah. fourteen. We were doing fourteen unique Facebook posts, seven unique Instagram posts a week with story That's content. Wild. And it was just like, cool. and the way we did it is we just I remember we spent I think it was two three weeks just filming making content, and we scheduled it out for three months at a time. And it was awful. Like it was really hard for us, but you know, it was really awful. Yeah, it, it, it was, was not really fun. Awful. It was really awful. But like, 
now we're at a, a point in our career where we could, you know, outsource a lot of that work. We, we work with a really talented team of, you know, graphic artists, 3D designers, um, blah, 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 blah. Um, Milligram, yeah. he's mm-hmm. one of the guys yeah. who's really been helping us. Um, he's amazing. We worked with uh, this guy named Miculous in the past. He goes by Evil Effects. And, you know, being in this place now where we could, you know, bring these other people into the, into the you know, the high on ghost machine to expand our vision and have everything flow easier is really incredible but in the early days we we did everything ourselves literally everything the way you could also see it is we're also paying for peace of mind mm-hmm. yeah yes incredibly sanity incredibly yeah. true there yeah. was a point with the high and gross project that we were and they were they were great ideas they were executed as well as they could have been but it was by far the biggest downfall of mine in the project which was animating our shorts and oh, yeah, yeah. I took it upon myself. I, you, you probably won't see me in a worse mood than when I had to animate one of our shorts. Um, I don't oh, have no. an animation background. I don't have that kind of stuff. I just kind of learned how to do it so that we didn't, cause we didn't have the money to hire someone, but then man, oh. if I had to do that today oh. whew, with no money coming in, like wow. I, I'd lose it. It's so much animation. Yeah. Is just, I don't know. That's just yeah. my bane. So yeah. Sandy. Yeah. But but yeah, just working, working hard because we did work. We we worked so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's I how just like, it's very yeah. similar to how Chrissy and I feel too. Because even with this podcast, for example, mm-hmm. I'm the mm-hmm. one that's editing everything, cutting out parts if parts are cutting mm-hmm. off or just the mm-hmm. audio doesn't sound good. I have to put an audition. I didn't even know what Adobe Audition <laughs> was until we started a podcast. So I'm like, what yeah. the hell am I supposed to do? How do I enhance yeah. it? How do I make yeah. it sound clean? And how do I add graphics? How do I add like all of these different little features? So, hey, if yeah. you want it bad enough, then mm-hmm. you will make it happen. There's no excuses. Yeah, so, 100%. yeah I think. And- yeah, that definitely correlates with what you guys were saying. You know, obviously mm-hmm. in the beginning, you're going to have to put in a lot more work than what you normally will, but mm-hmm. eventually it's going to pay off in the long run. As long as you stay consistent, that's all it takes is consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. No, hundred percent. Yeah. I was just yeah. going to say like the thing, the phrase that came to mind was turning shit into gold. Like you got to yeah. learn how to do it. Honestly, like we all yeah. have to do it every now and yeah. then. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah. There's some, if there's going to be, I'll, I'll throw in a little realism into this so like glass half not half empty or half full Mm -hmm. um because what we said was pretty hopeful but there's a there's a level of realism that's that a lot of people avoid and this is just my philosophical take on it because i think a lot about this kind of stuff whereas uh toxic positivity is definitely a thing where Mm -hmm. it's like keep going keep going you got this and like little do you know that they're like about to and so like there's also a point i'm not saying that people should quit but there is a point where people should know when to at least step down for a little bit or all together for example if i didn't meet nathan i genuinely don't know like he took over that yin and yang part where everyone was just like no don't quit don't quit don't quit but like i just mm-hmm. i can't do it alone and so mm-hmm. it's that kind of stuff i'd probably be in a way worse mental state um i'd probably so like just the toxic positivity like kind of sift through the people that are telling you what you want to hear and and listen to the people that tell you what you need to hear i'd say that is a very important thing for for going and it's like maybe you can't do it alone okay realize that and try and find someone if you can't find someone maybe try another like niche in the you know so it's like 
stuff like that. Just it's also very important to be realistic with your expectations, um, mm-hmm. which is something I was not. And so, yeah, coming to terms with I need Nathan was was not hard, but it was it was black and white is like night and day difference of like, Oh, I get it now. I just can't do it alone. Just like any addict or anybody that needs help mentally. It's just like, sometimes you just need a little help. Um, so that, that would be my most like glass half, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. not full or empty. Yeah. That's my last take on that. Just yeah. be real with yourself. And I mean, yeah. just to kind of close that point up is I think like we also shouldn't really be scared of failing either because like I'm very hard on myself and I like to consider myself a perfectionist. So I have this tendency to beat myself up if I make a mistake, but then like this morning I made a mistake, but now I'm looking back on it and I'm like, I learned from that mistake. Like you should yeah. take failure mm-hmm. as a learning experience. Cause like, how are you going to learn that instance if you don't go through that moment of failing? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure. hundred yeah. percent. That's like my favorite quote yeah, where it's like super deep mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my favorite quote from that is, I count lessons, not failures. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love that. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. So cool. Nathan also <laughs> loves when <laughs> you miss 100% of shots you don't take. That yes. one, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. always Phenomenal. true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, was that Wayne Gretzky? Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Wayne Gretzky. Good old Gretzky. Yeah, that's one that we always, he always, he would bring that one up. But yeah, uh, yeah. very mm-hmm. relatable. Yeah, we, we've thrown a lot of shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No look where you well, now. <laughs> yeah. 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 No complaints, though. I'm very happy in my life, like where I am. I'm sure Nathan, I'm, I'm very sure Nathan is too. You know, oh, yeah. despite all the differences and separation and, and all this kind of like these difficulties in life right now with COVID and restrictions and distance, like uh, all that said, like I'm still very happy of the turnout in our lives career and and personal yeah it's 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 crazy i mean me and you don't talk about that much but it's crazy that this idea we had turned into something that supports our lives and we get to you know do what we want to do and we're very lucky i mean we worked very hard but we're still very lucky Mm -hmm. well we're super excited to hear what more you guys have in store yeah Uh, so much Mm -hmm. Uh, we got we, we got a lot of songs coming out this year I think we're putting out more songs this year than we put out in the past three years. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. crazy to think yeah, about. Is. And mind you, this this burst of of uh, of income of like whatever material came at when I moved to Hawaii, mm-hmm. and Nathan stayed back, and it's like we pick we capitalized on our things, and like now it's like wow, okay, the output is organic, it's natural, it's happy, mm-hmm. it's not forced, and it's it's like fourfold you know it's so much more material so yeah. that just goes to show sometimes you got to know when to quit and i knew when to quit certain things and mm-hmm. i just couldn't do it you know and look at us now yeah, yeah we, you know. we got a lot of stuff going on this year uh i won't say exactly but we're we're announcing uh something that people would call a, a run of shows in a row oh i wonder what mm-hmm. that is wait the the right. dot com. <laughs> the a, run, dot com. a run of shows a run of shows around the united states playing dubstep various places a workout oh. oh i mean it's gonna be a workout for me oh yeah. so you're gonna go around the country to break rails that's what you're doing Ex- exactly mm-hmm. we're gonna be bringing we're gonna be bringing uh wid with us so that should oh. be awesome oh work yeah yeah, yeah. so we're Helps super you. excited about that we have a we have some EP coming out sometime soon. Cool. And 
we just got a lot of stuff i don't even know what we have going on anymore to be honest there's so much yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah we're all in our own lane we don't have to know exactly what the other one's doing anymore you know yeah, yeah there's a lot really of good. stuff yeah well, it's very easy to compare yourself especially in this scene because mm -hmm. there's a lot of great producers out there and so it can be very easy to be comparing yourself like i'm not putting out as much music as this producer or maybe i'm not touring as much or uh, you know. once the ego dies and when i mean ego i just mean like what you set yourself up to be and what you expect yourself to be like once that dies you're just like I, i'm just gonna do what is working and it doesn't have to be more or less than what others are doing which is i'd say it would come with the and i hate to say this but the seniority of doing this for so long um yeah yeah, it is like, man, just chill. And like, look, I'm I'm in Hawaii. I'm chilling. I'm like doing as much as I can do with the, you know, without sacrificing too much mental health because that is a huge thing. So yeah, I'd say comparison game. We, the only comparison we would do, honestly, would be if I if I were to be honest, like we sometimes we like look at other merch and be like, how can we make mm. ours better? like little things like that or like a mix down someone's like well, damn their mix down is so good yeah. like let's let's like how can i do this and so like that's but it's like very minute things not that someone makes more money or has more shows or stuff like that if it's brought up it's never in like a sour taste it's more of just like oh cool yeah i mean the way the way i view the, <laughs> the the competitiveness in the scene is like i'm just happy that there's we're all able to express ourselves creatively and make a living off doing it yeah. so mm -hmm. you know do your own thing. Just do it and have fun. And yeah, you know, get your work done. And like it's so amazing. Like there's a uh Jordan Jickley. You guys are mm -hmm. familiar with Jordan? Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. So Goo -goo -ga -ga. Was, yeah, <laughs> Goo -goo milk boy. <laughs> Actually, at the, at the video playing behind me, we both said Goo Goo Gaga on the mic in front of Lost Lands when we played uh, one of our collabs. But uh yes, you did. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun time, but like just being able to watch him grow as an artist and like watch his career like really take off has been awesome because like especially like the first few years of Hiram Ghost me and Tiago like really you know pushing through same thing with like what Wid's doing now it's really cool to see these new kids coming to the scene and just kill it it's so it's, 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 nice. yeah especially when they're nice it's inspiring to mm -hmm. me too that like you know Jordan is a, an amazing guy he's just doing his thing he's he's him he's mm -hmm. him to be him and he's doing great and people love him. I love him. And there's so many people like that in the scene right now. And it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's speaking like, of Jicky, we have a question. <laughs> we actually have been dying to ask you this question. We have the lightning round right now. Um, okay. and are you guys familiar with the lightning round? No, I, it sounds self-explanatory, but, but go yeah, on. but I, but I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's just a series of questions. Like they're funny. They're quick, you know, oh, maybe fast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're fast. Yeah. Um, they're meant to put you on the spot. So got that's it, what this it. first question is. <laughs> Wait, um, you got to direct it towards who? Direct it towards who? Because they're also um, both just jumble answers. Um, so we'll go, Nathan has to answer first and then you'll okay. answer second. Got for, it. For each of the questions. Got it. Okay. Fuck, Mary, kill. Wid, hi, zombie, Jiqui. Oh, I already, I told Tiago, you guys are going to ask me this question earlier. I'm going <laughs> to miss. 100% marrying Jiggly. I'm going to kill Wid because I love him. But I love him to death. I'm going to kill him, though. And then oh. me and me and me and Hi Zombie are getting it on. You're going to do the thing. 
How yeah. dare Damn, you. Chrissy. You got some competition oh. over here. You're taking Oof. my man? I <laughs> am. I gotta take him. I already have a dinner date with him when I come to Denver. Okay. Oh. Well, if he's cheating on me with you, I wouldn't really be mad about that. All right, cool. cool. If it makes him happy, gracious. you know. Yeah, that's a dynamic for sure. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. That okay. Works. Tiago, who would you choose? Yeah. Same answer or? Uh, same answer. Um, <laughs> I definitely kill Clem, John, Wid. Um, I'd marry. <laughs> no, I'd marry Heinz on me. I'll take my chances. I'll take my chances and. Okay. In- and sorry, Jordan, bend over kind of situation. Oh, you know I mean? word. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. That's going to be like, that's where we're going with that one. Get I think that I'm going to switch it up going. from Nathan's. Yeah. A word. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. That's what you need to get next. You need to get some branded high M ghost condoms. Mm-hmm. That would be almost disgusting. We almost did it, but we did it. Those Wait, would be really? that would be like yeah. genius gorilla marketing at Lost Lands. <laughs> oh, you it, it would be funny if like someone because there is always going to be someone. I don't care what you do for a living. There's always going to be someone come up to you and tell you something you don't want to know. Like, yo, bro, I used your condoms last night. They're great. Like, oh God, mm. that would probably come up more often than not. Honestly, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And it's just like one of those things. Like, do we mm. really want to be known for the the condoms? But no, you're right though. It's a good idea. I think on paper. I mean, on paper, but Lost Lands, there's camping, you know, people are going to be, yeah. So, yeah. yeah if, I, if I see our little condos on the floor, that's going to probably like Ew. be it for me. I know that's <laughs> the first day. It's like, I was just. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, that got, that got cool. That got weird. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next one. Who? I'll let Tiago answer this one first. Who is the better half of Hiam Ghost? Don't answer. <laughs> We're completely equal. Ghost. Ghost is the Ghost better is, half. That's right. Mm-hmm. Ghost is the better half. That's uh, right. I know you. I know you guys are trying to get the spicy. Um, no, I'd say Nathan. <laughs> Nathan has has, has pulled Aww. off more. Um, he he's pulled off more uh, hail marys, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm going to be completely honest, and I'd be offended if Nathan said otherwise. Um, yeah, he's pulled off some Hail Marys and I'm just like, we shouldn't be together. Like we shouldn't be a duo still if certain things didn't happen that he did, that he like sacrificed like time and effort for. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I would, I would say the opposite. I would say Tiago. No, just, you know, see, that's Aww. okay. Yeah, man. I guess we're both pleading the fifth on that one. I guess mm-hmm. then. y'all are too cute. Too cute. I can Aww. see the bromance here. <laughs> oh, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. But um, yeah, <laughs> love it. All right, next one: pearlers or mosh pits? Nathan, you want to go first? Oh, I have a lot of pearlers that I love, but probably mosh pits. Mm. Wait, what do you mean? Like pearlers, like the pearlers, like the physical things, or mosh pits in general? Which one? Yeah. Which one's better? Art. Which I one do you prefer? Art. Sometimes, sometimes people get hurt in mosh pits. I'll do, I'll do pearlers. <laughs> True. I'll put them on the wall. I've, I've seen people get hurt. It's like, not that I don't ever want them. It's just like, sometimes people get out of hand and you can never get out people, of hand. I, earlier. I got <laughs> hurt in the mosh pit when you made me, when you made me get in the mosh pit, when we played ever together. Oh, uh, well, see, Perlers. I got punched straight in the face yeah. and the guy looked at me. He's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Perlers are more clear. Yeah. 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 But then, and Perlers are forever. Mosh pits are like two minutes. 
Yeah. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> That's what we think about that. Yeah. Final you answer. Get hospitalized from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. What is your dream back-to-back set? Tiago oh, can I go. Have, oh, I, I'm pretty sure we'll say one of two people, and I'll say uh, the first one. Nathan, you say the second one. Skrillex. Space laces. Yep. Yo, space laces. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Space, space laces. laces. On just that stage one, that you played on, which so whatever stage, it really doesn't matter. It would just be cool to, to like back to backing with someone that you look up to is like passing the torch in my eyes. Like it's just, it's like a, a level of acceptance that is ridiculous. So it's like that means collabs as well too, because um, mm-hmm. if you think about it, collab is just a back to back production. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'd I would say like collabs to- as well with those. Yeah, I would like to back to back the space laces in like a boiler room type setting. Oh, that would be so cool! Oh, that would be legendary. Yeah, that would be so be awesome. cool. Did you guys catch yeah. his set at Lost Lands? I did. Oh, that was that one was... of the best sets we've ever seen. It was sick. It was and he great. still drops our our one on one remix because it's that's the yeah, one yeah. we're talking about. Where yeah, the burner that's flip. the the flip that and then the, I have such a surreal story about. And it's surreal to me, just, you know, to him, it's probably just another day in the office, but I, we were at Dance Dystopia, <laughs> and then I had never met Ian Space Laces, and then um, <laughs> I went to the bathroom, right, and I was telling everyone, I was like, I'm going to get ready, like, I'm going to prepare everything for Space Laces, I want to see Space Laces. So I go do my last bathroom run, um, use the restroom, I'm washing my hands, and then in walks Ian, right, and it's just like him and I in the bathroom, and then... um <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't want to come off. I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Like, I, I love your stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm part of High I'm Gross." And he's like, "Oh, I play your guys. I'm going to play your guys' remix tonight." I was like, "No, you're not." I dead face said that. No, you're not. He's like, "Yes, I am." I was like, "Oh, well, ah, that's so cool, man. I guess I'll see you out there." Like, I was actually like really just like, oh, yeah. I could I didn't really know what to say. And then he was probably just like, "This guy's weird." But um, yeah, and then it's he played crazy. It. I was freaking oh out. I have footage of it. Um, that is so I'm pretty, funny. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure our our like flip that he plays is like the only. I mean, it's still his song, but it's like Excision the only also his song. He plays it in his set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Excision yeah. does it too. Excision yeah. plays yeah. it too. It's crazy, um, crazy. But yeah, yeah. Back that was back another joke track. Back. Yeah, that yeah. was, and then. Yeah, and then back to like the back to back and thing. That's crazy too, because like I I back to back with Virtual Riot recently for just like for fun at the end of the show on a sport day. And it's crazy because you just sit there for a moment. Because I remember listening to Virtual Riot when I was like thirteen years old, mm-hmm. and I was just on stage and I was like, you know, we're just back to back and having fun. And then I'm like, man, thirteen year old Nathan would just absolutely die right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's man. just. <laughs> surreal it's amazing wow full circle um, moments yeah yeah it's really a small world for sure all right yeah. well we just got two more questions for you How and then we'll wrap it? up Where's... the lightning round so would you rather play at a large festival or for a small intimate crowd how small because i get nervous with the small ones oh i don't know i mean like 200 <laughs> Like the Marquee Theater? I, I don't know. Yeah. I'd say festival. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I would, I would say, say festival. festival as well, but only because I get very nervous playing for the small crowds. Like when people could look me directly in the eyes and we make eye contact, freaks me out. 
So the festivals for me are a lot less nerve wracking. Like I can play yeah. in front of 15,000 people, no problem. Really? You put me in a 200 person club. I'm like, before I'm going on, I'm all <sighs> easily <sighs> same, easily same. There's a, there's something, I guess that if you haven't played on that big of a stage, which we're just lucky enough that we have that there's when you, when you're tapped out of like, like if, if you, if I think anyone can agree with this one, um, if you see people not having fun and they're really close to you, that's a lot more impactful than people not like not moving and not having fun. If, if you can just choose to look down and like not uh-huh. really entertain that possibly, because that's our worst nightmare. I, I think any musician's worst nightmare is not a bad crowd, but that we're probably doing something that the crowd isn't reactive to. And that is, I'd say that's very, very terrifying and if i have the option to like hey maybe like i i want to recluse myself recluse myself a little bit and i have the option to I'd say, yeah so festivals i'd yeah. say just for that reason um it's kind of heartbreaking if uh, it's not that it, it ever really happens it's just the, the fact that it could and like something you really want to avoid yeah. really really bad but we yeah. do love the personal like intimate sorry this is such not lightning questions because i know but uh <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> Yeah, we still want to make anyone like think something opposite of like what we're actually trying to say. But sorry, yeah, yeah. It's a festival. That's light. Well, yeah. Also, you can also avoid, you know, drunk wooks or just mm-hmm. you know headbangers going drinks up. Drinks flying. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Spilling drinks on the desk. Yeah, flying. Yeah, Smells less bad too. <laughs> yeah, it's less yeah. sweaty in there too. You know, or you don't have to worry about like you don't have to worry about like the pipe bursting and then water leaking from the ceiling yeah oh that's always that's always a good time (laughs) that happened to me in austin when it was one of the shows that uh nathan hadn't gone to oh no yes you did no no i was there yeah yeah Yeah, you were yeah yeah, you were there because i remember i did one in in texas that you didn't go but then yeah this one you did go and then the pipe burst in the club and then we were just like what happened because not too long before that there was like that club fire and Uh like my mind went to like we need to find a way to escape we need to get out like real fast and like that and then just like just keep playing just keep playing i was like okay but the point is that that actually does happen the things bursting and like the club was just like soaked for a while um, <laughs> wait yes uh, you like, didn't someone tell us that their a pipe broke during their set like they threw a microphone at it or something were you there when someone was telling me that where Someone told us recently, like a week or two ago, that the, someone was playing at a club and they threw a microphone or like something happened and uh, the pipe burst and then it started leaking all over the club. I don't remember, oh, but I remember when um, when Dom started Bass Ops up again and Jessica mm-hmm. Otterfred played the first show back from after COVID. I was with her and we were like in the booth and literally like, a little bit like 20 minutes into her set or something literally a ton of water was just like streaming down from the ceiling and it was like falling on people and like there was like a little circle in the middle of the crowd and people were just like what the hell and it was like sweaty in there the ac was not working so Mm. it was literally a boiler room but she threw the fuck down so (laughs) everyone was kind of like we can we can we can get through this but also it was really hot in there (laughs) And there was a bunch of water like there's like a that's pool. so scary yeah. <laughs> that's so scary yeah that's probably one of my biggest fears shows is like being trapped in the club and so <laughs> more pointing towards festivals yeah but um yeah 
Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of festivals, this is our last question. What is the top festival you would want to play in the whole world? Which one would you choose? Oh, I know my answer. Go for it. Go ahead. No, you go first. I've got to think. So I'd say in the position that we're in and the music that we're making, Rampage would be would be the the coolest like rampage in belgium as well as it's like mind you it's not a tomorrow world or tomorrow land mm-hmm. or an edc but it's like for dubstep and drum and bass it is like king and in, in europe at least here we got lost lands which is which you know i'd love we'd absolutely love to do lost lands again but then i guess like bucket list dubstep mm-hmm. drum and bass would be rampage and it just looks so yeah. cool it's super yes. cool like you're like super yeah. high up suspended and the lasers are ridiculous because they don't have American laws, like we we suppress so many things, it's crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, rampage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally forgot about rampage, but now that you say yeah, rampage. Or Perucaville. Kazo just mm-hmm. got announced there. Oh, so sick. Or where? Perucaville in Germany. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Go, do a quick Google. So it's really me. sick. Yeah. Perucaville. Yeah. Perucaville. I've Sounds never heard. But well, that's cool. Yeah. Germany, yeah, I think cool. <laughs> right yeah, i think i think yeah. rampage for me too awesome yeah. well do you guys have any last words for those of our audience who are listening um yeah you go first yeah last words would be like if if you're watching this chances are you're a fan of either the channel of us of fbi of like who and you're probably trying to make it and you're probably trying to, and I guess my last words would be that there is so much hope where at times like there's, it seems like there is none. Um, and just be realistic with yourself and expectations and that like, we really even appreciate the time that you guys even took us on to have this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that there is hope, but have it be realistic hope mm-hmm. and just keep going, but no one to stop. And that's, that's, those are my, my last words of, of wisdom, I guess. Love that. Uh, I'll say the same thing I say at the end of every show be yourself have fun and keep it spooky and do dope shit (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) huge word what about you guys you guys have any last words final words for us or, or the crowd in general I just have to say like if anyone is still listening thank you because this podcast just started out as like a cool idea where Yessie and I wanted to interview artists and just like get to know what makes them tick and how they they became successful but now I feel like we've we get to have guests like you two and that to me is really inspiring like that makes me want to keep going and like keep pushing through those days where we do have those 18 hour days things like that Mm -hmm. so I just want to say like thank you to everyone who's listening and thank you to you guys for being our guests no, thank you guys for having us. Of course, thank really you guys really so much for having it. us. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I know you guys are both super busy and you got your own lives going on out in Hawaii, out in California. <laughs> and so we we <laughs> really, really appreciate for you spending mm-hmm. the, this last hour with us yeah. and just having a casual conversation. And of course, our listeners. I mean, I never envisioned having artists like you guys on this. This is like only... Aww things that I could dream of. <laughs> and so <laughs> when we talked to Megan and talked about having you guys on the podcast, I was like, wait, what? We're going to have high up guests on the podcast. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Money round. So, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. No, we, it's all reciprocal. And like, it goes both ways, what you said. And, you know, yes. So just appreciative of everything. 